Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. It is Tuesday, and for you, I have what I think is going to be a treat, especially if you have not heard the story. Now, being Eastern Orthodox, we are still in the middle of our Lent. Holy Week is fast approaching. An exclamation point of Pascha to be there at the end with our 11.30 at night service that goes for about three hours, followed by a feast in the middle of the night. I just can't wait. Now, just recently, we had what is probably one of my favorite services of the year for St. Mary of Egypt. We do the great penitential canon of St. Andrew of Crete. And as we're doing that, we talk about the life of St. Mary of Egypt. One of my favorite stories outside of the Bible of any holy character. Now, the service itself is about two and a half hours. Now, for those of you listening who are not Orthodox, you might be going, two and a half hours, how do you do it? Well, I love doing it. Makes you feel like you've done something. Makes the kids feel like they've climbed a mountain. As much as they may complain when we're going there and they know how long it's going to be, by the end of it, you feel like a prayer warrior. Being a penitential canon, it reminds you of humility, of getting down on your knees, of what faith and repentance and forgiveness is all about. And as that's going on, you're hearing about the life of St. Mary of Egypt, a life I'm going to tell you about right now as I read from a short version of her biography. Once, during Great Lent, a certain priest monk, the elder Zosimus, withdrew into the wilderness beyond the Jordan, a 20-day trek. A wilderness, my good listeners, I may add, I have been in myself, and let me tell you, it is a wilderness. Desert, rocks, crags, valleys, mountains. Suddenly, he caught sight of a human being with a withered, a naked body whose hair was as white as snow and who fled from Zosimus' sight. Can you imagine? You're in the middle of the desert. You've been tracking for 20 days, and out of the blue, you see this naked, white-haired woman. You must have thought you'd seen a ghost. The elder ran for a long while until this person stopped at a brook and cried out, Abba Zosimus, forgive me for the sake of the Lord. I cannot face you, for I'm a naked woman. Now, as she says this, Zosimus doesn't know who she is, and he has no idea how she knows who he is. Zosimus then threw his outer garment to her, which she wrapped around herself, and then she showed herself to him. The elder was frightened upon hearing his name spoken from the mouth of this woman who he did not know. Following his prolonged insistence, the woman related her life's story. So there they are in the desert. What was a naked woman? Now covered in his cloak, she tells her story. Now, she was born in Egypt. At the age of 12, began to live a life of debauchery 
in Alexandria, where she spent 17 years in this perverted way of life. Now, in longer versions of her story, it's pretty clear she was a prostitute. And she was a prostitute who enjoyed her work. So when they say a life of debauchery, it was about as debauched as it can get. Driven by the adulterous flame of the flesh, she one day boarded a boat which was sailing for Jerusalem. Arriving at the Holy Sealy, she wanted to enter the church in order to venerate the venerable cross. But some invisible force restrained her, preventing her from entering the church. So there she is, traveling to Jerusalem, entering the city, wants to see the Holy Cross, and she can't get in. In great fear, as she's being held back invisibly, she gazed upon the icon of the All-Holy Mother of God in the narthex and prayed that she be allowed to enter the church to venerate the Honorable Cross, all the while confessing her sinfulness and uncleanliness and promising that she would go wherever the All-Pure One would direct her. And then she was able to enter the church. Now, having venerated the cross, and might I add, I have venerated the same cross and I've been in the same church. She then went back to the narthex and before the icon gave thanks to the mother of God. And at that very moment, she heard a voice saying, if you cross over the Jordan, you will find true peace. So there she is, this horrible prostitute being led to this church. And now a voice tells her to go into the desert. What that must have been like for a young woman at the time brought up in the city with all its pleasures. Immediately, she purchased three loaves of bread and started out for the Jordan, arriving there that same evening. The next day, she received Holy Communion in the monastery of St. John and crossed over the Jordan River. She remained in the wilderness. Now, here we go. So there she goes. She's just told she's a young woman. Go to the wilderness, she goes. And then what happens? She stays there for 48 years in great torment and fear, struggling with passionate thoughts. This is another point where in the longer version of her biography, it talks about how I believe it was for 17 years, 18 years or so, she struggled with the same passionate thoughts that she had as a prostitute. She ate vegetation. Now, as she finished her narrative, as she stood for prayer, Zosimus and his accounting of meeting her saw her levitating in the air levitating in the air, levitating in the air. She begged him to bring her Holy Communion because she hadn't had it since she left all those many years before. The following year on the shore of the Jordan where she would then come to receive it. So basically she's making a date. I'll see you over there by the River Jordan a year from now. Bring me Holy Communion. And Zosimus as he was asked, like the good, obedient monk he was, one year later arrived with Holy Communion on the shore of the Jordan in the evening. Now, as he stood there on the shore of the Jordan, he wondered, how's Mary going to get over here? Because she's on the other side. And as he stood there, in the light of a full moon, he saw her approach the river, make the sign of the cross over it, and walk upon the water as though upon dry land. Now, after Zosimus communed her, she begged him to come the following year to the same brook where they had first met. Zosimus came, and what did he discover? 
her lifeless body on that very same spot. And above her head, written in the sand, it said, Abba Zosimus, bury the body of the humble Mary on this site. Render dust to dust. I died on April 1st, the same night of the saving suffering of Christ, after having received communion of the divine mysteries. From this inscription, Zosimus first learned her name. He didn't know her name until then. Think about that. She was just some naked woman in the desert. It's Mary. And the other awesome miracle, that the previous year when she received Holy Communion, she arrived that same night at this brook, which took him 20 days to reach. So she took Holy Communion. She died. Her body was transported to that brook where it waited a year for him to come. Thus, Zosimus buried the body of this wonderful saint, Mary of Egypt. When he returned to the monastery, Zosimus related the entire story of her life and the miracles which he had personally witnessed. Thus, the Lord knows how to glorify penitent sinners. Now, of the many things I love about this story, probably the most important one is this. No matter what you do, no matter where you've been, no matter how low you have sunk, God will welcome you with open arms. You are loved. You are loved. No matter how far in the gutter you've gone, no matter what horrible things you've done with your body, no matter what has come out of your mouth, no matter what inhuman pleasures you have enjoyed, God is waiting for you across the river. And if it means you got to cross yourself and walk on water, well, he'll be there. No matter what, what a great story of redemption and grace and what awaits us if we'll just get on our knees and ask to be forgiven. And another reason, especially now I love this story, for you attentive Pilgrim's Odyssey listeners, you will remember that not too many episodes again, I talked about a visit to a church in Michigan City, Indiana, of all places, a very tiny church consecrated over 100 years ago, very small. Sadly now, I think maybe five or six people go to it every Sunday. But in that church is an icon of St. Mary and Abazosimus. And in it is a relic from each, a sliver of their bones that you can go venerate and see. Now, maybe or maybe not, that is an actual relic of them. Could be. I like to think it is. Could be from a donkey. Could be from somebody's Aunt Alice. Who knows? But what it reminds us is these people were real. They lived. They walked the earth. People with this sort of humility, people who follow God this closely, they exist. It is there for you. It is there for all of us. And as we remember St. Mary of Egypt and Elder Zosimus, remind yourself, it doesn't matter where you've been or what you have done what shame you hold, doesn't matter. God will forgive you and welcome you with open arms. And I can't think of any better reason than to aim high, my friends, and spread your wings on that grace that will forgive anything. And keep your eyes on the things that matter, just like St. Mary did in that desert.
all those years ago. Love, redemption, forgiveness, the welcome arms of God who would welcome anybody who would just get on their knees and say, will you accept this poor sinner? And he smiles at you and says, of course I will. Come on over here. Cross that river. So until next time, which will be Wednesday, I'll be coming to you from Wisconsin where I'm teaching a class. I am your humble podcast host, Silouan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. Children